As everyone knows, we at the Designated Drinker Show are dedicated to raising the bar on craft cocktails. And now, now we need your help and just a little bit of your time. We'd love to hear what you think of the show and to find out what you want more of and even what you don't. So please head over to designateddrinker.show to complete our listener survey because what you, our loyal listeners, want is exactly what we aim to deliver. I promise it will only take a few minutes of your time to complete the survey, and for doing so, you'll receive an exclusive invite to our Let's Get Twisted Cocktail Hour, a live online interactive event with me and Gina. We'll be serving up some fun times as we try to answer your questions, deal out a few fun cocktail facts, and of course, share some good laughs, all while Gina doles out her tips and tricks as she shows us how to craft three, yes, three amazing cocktails. So head over to designateddrinker.show, dish out your thoughts, and we'll see you at the Let's Get Twisted Cocktail Hour. The date and time will be determined by survey participation, so go do it today. And hell, share with your friends, family, clergy, postal worker, dog walker, I don't know, anyone you know who appreciates a tasty cocktail and some intoxicating boozy banter. You know we can't wait to hear from you. Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. I am your host, Louise Solace, and with me is my very talented Mary friend, who is also my good luck charm, the mixtress DC Gina. Hey, Louise, how are you today? It is the season. It is the season. Yeah. I'm like, I'm enjoying the view. I know like I commented it? on it earlier, but I mean, do you pay extra for the holiday um, in the city of Alexandria? I do. I call the Masons and dial up what color I want the, them to turn them the temple. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. I don't know how to um, do that. I have to take a picture and tape it in a window somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, I guess the Capitol will have to do. Yeah, I guess it will. <laughs> Such a terrible view you well, have. Well, don't change the color on the Capitol, although good idea. Yeah. I well, know. Yeah. I know. We pay enough taxes. Maybe they could just light it up green, or I guess that would be, like, probably would not okay. Yeah. Or well, probably... Yeah. Festive. Come on. Yeah. We should get festive. With all things festive, in the world. festive, you know? But, you know, tis the season. New, looking forward to the new year. New year. I cannot even believe that we are um, heading into the second year of a pandemic. Well, yeah. Lots yeah. But we've come a long way. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way. Yeah, let's do a retro. Let's do a retro um, perspective. What's it called? Retrospective, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, retro. When you... <laughs> a mixtape, if you will. A time travel, if you need to be. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, where are we? Yes. We're heading into 2022. Also, yeah. seems bizarre to say that. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like 20. 2020 would not leave. Like it was the the year that never ended. 2021 seemed to just like zip by. I feel like it was just still 2020. I feel like yeah. all we talked about is the pandemic. Well, it's all we're still talking about. I think we are, pandemic. and we're going to keep talking about it. But we know we're going to get better. We're going to yeah, take our yeah. learnings and get our get our third booster. Who knows? We'll talk when we have our 106 booster. Who knows? <laughs> You know what's nice, Louise? We don't have to worry about an election this year. We do not. Yeah, so 2022, no election. No. For president. President. For president. 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 Yep. But we still all got to get out there and vote. Yeah, so I feel like that is, um, that is a, that's a bonus, actually. I don't want to even think, like, you know, when that, 
that's going to be happening because the campaigning will start soon, which is... Oh, yes. And the which, terrible campaign ads. <sighs> I'm not they, ready for that. Yes, they're terrible. They're terrible. But let's talk about things that are good and okay. that how lucky we are that it is the new year. And we have, you know, after all this crap that's been happening, you just find appreciation for the simple things. For friends, mm. family, yes. health, yep. and a really good cocktail. <laughs> uh, always. Always a really good cocktail. I mean, it's probably the most, I, you know, at New Year's Eve, it's probably the most important thing. I think and so. And then leading into New Year's Day. Yeah, because you got to have a good drink in the morning. Yeah, and even if you don't drink, I feel like beverages in general are a big play in your um, holiday um, festivities. I, I, at least I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and if you don't imbibe and drink things, um, you know, I don't know how it works. Um, I guess you're intravenously taking it saline. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know and either. if you are, ask them to spike it with bourbon. Maybe that would be better. <laughs> anyway. So there are weird traditions. You're right. Now, now drinking would be a really weird for, tradition for me. I wouldn't understand, but I get that. I get that we support all those people. But that's just odd for me. But um, people do some crazy shit to ensure good luck for the following year. I I have to say this is my this is my favorite topic show we've ever like, like when you're talking about like this year like when you're talking about a topic it doesn't involve any of our wonderful guests that came onto the show. No, like, it's right? just you and I. Too. Yeah. Yep. I mean, this oh, you is, mean their past? Yes. Yeah. This is not for you know all of them. I you know whatever. Yeah. I just think this is this is insanity. So I love yeah. that we're doing this episode. I just want to I just want to go on record saying that this episode is something that I needed. Yeah, we're getting a little nutty, a little crazy. Yeah. Well. <laughs> We're just bringing light to why people are nuts. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to hit you because we all know, and if get our listeners caught up, we all know everybody thinks I must have that kiss at midnight. Yes. Right? Well, in Spain, they're not locking lips. They're throwing back 12 grapes. Really? In Spain, you eat 12 grapes to ensure good luck. Is there any reason why or do we know that? I couldn't find the reason why. So who the hell knows? Oh my gosh, that's really funny. But so they throw grapes back, but in Italy, get this. You tell me, do you guys do this? They throw they throw household goods to include furniture out windows. And the idea behind that is that you're cleaning, you're making room for good vibes, good positive energy by throwing furniture out your window, apparently. Okay, so. I don't know where in Italy, but I found, they, according to the internets. Okay, so I have never, so being a first generation in yes. this country, my father from Italy, I have never, <laughs> ever heard that. <laughs> However, my father had things that we always did. My father worked a lot in years because he was a chef, but there was all these, um, you know, superstitions of having, now, now, having a spotlessly clean house was imperative to my mother. Like, my mother, my mother was also Italian, and to my father. Everything had to be in order. Everything had to be put away. Everything had to be, like, clean and, and, and justified. And, like, your house was, like, pristine, right? So I understand why you're talking about, like, the, um, throwing out the new, the new things in, uh, the old things in Italy. Um, so... My father believed that if you had everything in order, that your new year would come in that way. So here's the crazy thing. Obviously, your parents, by looking at you, I would know this too. You're not Chinese. Why? 
you say that is because they they're Chinese lore. Um, you don't clean your house, and why um, is because tidying up for. I'm going to read my notes here. Tidying up on New Year's Day is thought to um, to clean away the good luck. Hold on, not New making room for the good luck. Wait, New Year's Day, you said. Yeah, this would be New Year's. Yeah, because、okay. I mine the notes I took were New Year's, New Year's Day. Okay, so New agree. So back up. Totally agree. Kind of like what they're saying, because on New Year's Day you rest, and that was for the family. So if you had a giant party the night before, you minimally cleaned up, but you enjoyed that day with your family. And my father truly believed this in his heart that we had some kind of crazy, like, you know. Steak or like, like you know, really nice, opulent, like huge, over the top dinner, and yeah, you know, maybe because my father was a chef, that was the、yeah. way he wanted to do it. Of course, but that was New Year's Day, and we got dressed up again. So New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and we would have dinner later out. But when I was younger, in the house, but I kind of understand the not cleaning up that day because you're supposed to,、um, you're supposed to in、uh, like. Enjoy the new year. Yeah, right. And like in this country, you know, we really we put it we put full we put a full、um, you know pedal to the metal here. It's like go out all night, get totally hammered, wake up, go to brunch, order forty seven drinks, <laughs> and、uh, water, iced tea, coffee, tea, mimosa, champagne, and then a shot. Right, because you got to like do all the things, and and of course a bloody mary. Just say bloody mary, and you order all these drinks. And then you have some sort of like egg dish, right? Yes. And you're like, you know, pick one. I stay in your lane, like <laughs> have a house party and stay home and enjoy the next day. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of pressure here to like keep going. You know, the U.S. is like,、um, yeah. Would you not agree? I feel like there's a lot of pressure. It's not like. Well, I think I, I think the mentality is to like ring out every, no all pun intended I guess ring out everything you can out of like the moments like、yeah. it can be that over and I also like it, to be honest New Year's Eve for me is、um, kind of an amateur night like we don't really go out big on New Year's Eve、um, we're usually one of our local restaurants just having drinks and some food at the bar something that we would do any other Friday night or Wednesday night for that matter.、Um, But New Year's Day, I like to have a little, has little champagne. Al- has that always been real? You know, I mean, we've had few、um, like New Year's Eves out. Like, I mean, we had New Year's Eve in in Paris one year, That's which pretty amazing. That was pretty amazing. Although it didn't live up to everything you thought it would be. You thought it'd be like amazing, and it was fun and it's great. I can say I spent New Year's in Paris one year.、Uh, it was really oh so cold. Bitter cold. So bitter cold. It was like. The coldest winter they had had in Paris in like a decade. So that was the night we were there. How many bottles of champagne? You know,、um, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Because I remember the whole night. Now、uh, the l- trip later we took that year in in Milan, Rome. I can't tell you how much champagne I had that night because I can barely remember the day- next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how much champagne you should have that night in Paris. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You had to leave your Carrie Bradshaw moment, right?、Yeah. You know, like like really high heels, completely painless because you had too much champagne. But you couldn't because it was so damn cold,、uh, so bitter cold. But it was great. I can say that I spent I, I've spent Paris in New Year's or New Year's in Paris, something like that.、Um, but yeah, you know, I I think it's mostly been that. I, I think we've always done like 
dinners or like with friends. I don't think I, you know, I've gone to a few really fun new, like New Year's Eve galas and had good times, but it's not, yeah. Tell me what is one thing that you have to do before, you know, we'll, we don't, we'll go through, we'll go through yeah, this again, we get but it. tell me. Well, what's I, one thing for you? I think the one thing was kiss at midnight. Oh. Mine's the, you know, the go-to. I think that's really the only, the only real thing I have for New Year's. It's a beautiful moment. If you can, I, I always wonder, I don't know if I've ever had the like, stroke of midnight like that. They're supposed to say there's like an electric energy that you have with your partner. If you can nail it right at midnight, if you're listening to this podcast and you're going to do that, try it. Because I want to know, like, did you get electric shocks? Because like apparently like, you, like, there's like a thing, a shift, right? I think it's that positive energy of that mindset of like, oh, it's a good time. You're having a good time. And that promise for new, promise for a new year and that and that new space. But do you say happy new year before you give the kiss or you give the kiss and then say happy new year? I think we give the kiss and then say happy new year. So you might have a midnight kiss every year. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people will say happy new year and then give the kiss. Well, I don't, I didn't for 20 years as a military spouse or many years I didn't spend with Dave and then we won't talk about how many kisses. I'm kidding, (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding, no. (laughs) No. Those kisses don't count, Louise, hello. So what about you? So um, I've been a bartender for a long time, as everybody knows, and I spent most of my New Year's Eve, you know, Working. going over the top. Yep. Um, and I do have a few traditions or superstitions or things I've put in my head that I yeah. believe. Yeah. I um, follow something my mother has always said, like you kind of look what you want your, you want, you look like what you want your New Year to be like. So no matter wherever I worked, I would always be dressed and I would have my makeup done or my hair done or my, you know, just really like look really super nice. It didn't matter if I was going to work and like, you know, bust all the glasses that night or I was on service bar. No one was going to see me. Yeah. It was just the way I wanted to perceive for myself. Yeah. And um, very silly. I always wear some sort of red. Okay. So Tell I've me. got in my research, funny you say that, in your red. Um. There is apparently a superstition. I'm going through my notes really quickly. Um, apparently, you whip out your red underpants what it, is what it says because you will be spicy for the year. Um, <laughs> slip on some red panties before heading out for celebrations. And it's basically, this is a Latin American uh, tradition. <laughs> so maybe, you know, maybe we're related somewhere along the line, Gina. <laughs> my, always some sort of red, whether it's red lipstick or red top. You know, um, I have worn... Red under, under, under. I was why you're getting red. Um, I have red on now because I, I have my Buffalo and Bergen shirt on, yeah. but um, it is red. Uh, it is a, it is a holiday thing. I don't, I don't know. I can't explain it. I, as a little girl, even I, I would have usually a red bow in my hair yeah. or something on New Year's Eve. Or cute. Still, it's very silly, right? How things like really kind of get into your head. Um, what else? Right. Kind of fun. I always make sure that all my bills are paid. Oh, that's everything. All. Everything's paid. And if I say I didn't have enough money, obviously to pay off like all my debt, like yeah. most people don't. Um, you know, everything's in the mail and then it's marked and now you can check it. Uh, cause I always want to be like, you know, about like ahead of the new year, right? You want to be nice. like ahead of it. Um I clean out my refrigerator as an adult. I do do a lot of cleaning before the new year. And I I think that comes from my parents. You know, like that straighten up, don't leave tasks undone. Anything undone will carry and become more in the in the 
in the new year, you yeah. know? Yeah, well, I mean, things, even think psychologically, if you can just drop your baggage at the curb and just keep on going, yeah. you know, you open the, you start, even if it's just a mindset where you open up. You know, it's funny as you talk about cleaning your refrigerator, I found another one that is, um, and it's a, an American um, myth, and then is that um, empty cabinets, or cupboards, as it says, empty cupboards at the turn of the year foretells a year of poverty. Really? Yeah. So some people believe that. Oh, it's gonna chill. Apparently, <laughs> my, my apparently my parents agree with you. Um, but do I, you know that's something I do all the time. I'm. It's not a New Year's thing for me. I over. I don't over buy like um, fresh foods because I like to get those ongoing. But there, I don't like to run out of like even well before the pandemic. I wasn't anyone who went and like hoarded toilet paper. But I always make sure I have extra. I don't like I have extra things staples that I always have in my kitchen or like in my cupboard. I'm always making sure that I have those things because I don't like to run out of them. What? So you want to hear something that I refuse to run out of, and and it drives everybody insane. <laughs> and I have so many backups. It's like just what is it? So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't. I don't. I. So we when I so I use marinade. Do you ever have marinated mushrooms? Yeah. Most people don't eat mushrooms, right? Like I feel like they don't. Yeah. And I there's this Italian marinated button mushroom. It's so dumb, and they're made by like different purveyors, whatever. And I always have in my cabinet like three to four jars of those. Now I don't sit around hilarious. eating marinated mushrooms. Okay, <laughs> so we're all clear. But I do make a lot of dishes with it, right? And yeah. every time I run out of something, like an idea for like something where I, you know, get sprung with like dinner or yep. it's such a quick, easy thing to throw in a pan with like, you know, a little bit of like bacon and um, spinach. You make a really yeah. nice salad or something really, really quick, Put it right? in pasta maybe. Yeah, pasta, yeah. Um, whatever. You can put it out for like cocktails, you know, more than olives, right? Kind of like, it's a thing, right? Yeah. It's so ridiculous because yeah. I will like see them and I'm like, oh, I love this kind with this kind. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> what's with the mushrooms? <laughs> like they're literally like, when the pandemic had like you say the pandemic, right? Yeah. And Neil's like, what do we even have in our cabinet as a staple? Because like, we're like, oh my God, we should buy staple goods, right? Because yeah. we cook fresh all the time. Yep. And I'm like, oh, we have a lot of mushrooms. Like, Great. So you'll be the only one eating. <laughs> Because <laughs> like, my kids hate mushrooms and you hate pickled things. So, so it's just like for me. Gina's, right? Gina's fine. <laughs> I have that on a spice that I get that I use as a go-to. Uh, again, that thing like you go to when you you just need a quick easy. Yeah. And it's a and it's an it's not fancy by any means. You get it at the grocery store. Goya has its brand, which I try not to buy that brand anymore. There are other brands that make the same thing. It's just adobo seasoning. Yes, it's so good. It I is so good. Kitchen. I'm sure there's MSG in it, which makes it yes. really good. Yes. But yeah, that's one of those things that I have. In my, I, 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 I yeah. think we bring back MSG. I think, I think everybody <laughs> should just be like, you know, it's the new year. It's 2022. I'm bringing back MSG. I was going to put a little bit into my food again. Yes, vegetables will last through the next pandemic. Um, there was an article, and I, I'm sorry to go off topic, but there was an article I just read about how they said that, like, fat has been blamed for, you know, like, the Americans being overweight and everything, right? And it turns out it's just, like, the sugar and everything. Mm -hmm. So, and that and that salt isn't, like, really linked to heart disease, which I don't really kind of believe, but I'll go with it. But nowhere does it say that MSG causes heart attacks. Now, why did we stop eating it? Do you know? I don't know. I will I will tell you that if I have a dish that is like in of certain ethnicities, they use a lot of um 
of uh, MSG in their cooking and I will get headaches when there's too much of it. But my so question, I don't know if it just dehydrates me and I get a headache. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. That'd be an interesting thing to find out. We should find out. I want to know why about, we stopped eating. Why yeah, did MSG? a cardiologist on this year. Yeah, find out. <laughs> you, I mean, do you listen to our show? Are you a cardiologist? Do you like yes. cocktails? Is there a doctor in the house? Yeah. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Wanna know, I want to know. Is there like really, like, is that really a thing? Anyway. Anyway, um, what else do we do? Um, so, we stage the restaurants. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, every restaurant. As a matter of fact, I had some really superstitious chefs I've worked for. Really? Yes. Like, um, I worked at uh, Rasika. Yeah. And we um, burned um, curry leaves and sage and um, cardamom throughout the restaurant the evening before New Year's. Oh. And then when I worked at P.S. Evans, our um, chef there brought garlic, sage, onions, it was something else, and, and sizzling garlic, and then put that around the entire restaurant. Sizzling garlic. Well, gar- it was garlic, onion, sage. It was like it smelled really good. Like, on- like there was a bunch of things in there, and like it was super hot. And he drops in all this stuff, and then he walked it around the entire dining room. And we were like, "Let's do that." Okay, then. You, I don't know. Is I that a think- thing? I mean, maybe that's a thing. Maybe it's his thing, or maybe it's a cultural thing that maybe we're just unaware. Thing. Could be. Yeah. Who knows? I don't really know. Although it was a good trick, so I do that with cream cheese now in the restaurant because you, you can't rub get cran- you rub cream cheese. Yeah, the because- restaurant. Yeah, because you can't <laughs> buy cream cheese so uh, anymore because it's, like, it's it's a shortage, right, in the U.S. So I take cream cheese. I'm like, look at all my cream cheese, and people are like, oh, I want to go to that restaurant. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, thank God she has bagels why and cream is, cheese. Why, why, do you know why there's a shortage of cream cheese? Yeah, so here's what I've heard from my purveyors, right? 100%. A lot of them believe that it is made up oh, because yeah. um, they just wanted to dip in the market and like take some money, right? Yeah. That's my conspiracy theory uh, purveyors. Then one of my purveyors said that um, due to pandemic situations, the reserves that they had of the culture, or whatever it is that makes cream cheese, because yeah. I've never made cream cheese, um, you know, they weren't replenishing it. Oh. So they had plenty of milk. It wasn't that. They just had, they ran it. I don't yeah. know what makes cream yeah. cheese. Yeah. Whatever makes cream cheese is what they thought they ran out of. And they said they would correct itself sometime in the next, like, you know, two to three months. Oh. But... You know, as a bagel, as a as a person that owns bagel stores, you really have to think about like, holy shit, yeah, I'm gonna have- run out of fucking cream cheese. <laughs> and then I thought about all the bakeries, right? I thought about all the yeah. bakeries that use so much cream cheese, and I was like, oh my god. And I thought about all of the Jewish delis that I love the most, right? That like blintzes and all the things that fucking cream cheese. I'm like. I didn't realize how much cream cheese I actually love. <laughs> well, here's so the now I'm gonna start stockpiling cream cheese with my mushrooms, <laughs> and I'm gonna have pounds of cream cheese and mushrooms. So when the world comes to an end, I'm you gonna got, be seriously fucked you up. Got some nice proteins going. You got protein at least. So here's the funny thing: you bring up, you keep setting up all these fun little facts I found out about weird things that people do for New Year's or unique things, we'll call it that. When you bring up bagels, do you know that many believe eating um, anything that's in a form of a circle? I definitely grabbed this one because I thought for sure you'd love this. So, of course, anything like a donut or a bagel is considered good luck um, it, because it's circular. 100% our marketing thing just got right now. <laughs> My marketing whole thing for the week, week, the week of Christmas to New Year's, will be all about how round bagels will bring you luck in the new year. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Drop the mic. Good night. Perfect. That was 
That was a great with everything. I think it might be because it's like round, like a coin kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. So or, you know, continuous, right? Yeah. Everlasting. Yeah. Not everlasting. What does that mean? Infinity. Eternal. Infinity. Yeah. Eternal. Yeah. yeah. I think we should make a drink. Let's do that, because it's in a round glass. It is in a round glass. We have coops in front of us right now. We're going to uh, make a little cocktail. Um, so, you know, the new year, let's, let's, just, let's just say, you got to have bubbles, right? Bubbles Always. are super important in the new year. And it is like legitimately, um, you know, it's, it's the thing, right? Everyone's like always talking about Champagne on New Year's and the little tiny bubbles and, you know, the good luck of it. And it's always, you know, joyous. And like, of course, now in 2021, sorry, in 2021, um, in this country, um, champagne is hard to come by. So I, so go out and buy your champagne if you're listening to this, right? <laughs> Do it like, now. Because like literally they're not bringing any in. So if you can give cava or sparkling wine, it doesn't matter, something with bubbles. And if you don't drink, um, honestly, soda water or something like that is just fine as well. You know, you don't have to be like that. But what you want is, you know, the effervescent and the little tiny bubbles to show, show the joy of what the new year brings, you know? And what I, what I love about champagne, and I, and I say this all the time to people, is that it's fruity, <laughs> delicate, and dry, and it's really beautiful. And when you buy a really nice bottle of champagne, you can really just enjoy it, you know, pretty much on its own, obviously, yeah. right? So, so we're gonna uh, open this up, and we're we're, we're having, and I'm gonna, um, everyone's gonna make fun of me, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna say this right. We're having Nicholas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know when you say it on the show, you can't remember, right? Fulet, no, Fulet. Fulet. Yeah, Nicholas Fulet. Fulet. Yeah, Fulet. Um, Neil, because the French are like, yeah, (laughs) Um, but it's it's delicious. It's actually, it's so it's so good. And the top, the top, honestly, oops, (laughs) looks like a mushroom. (laughs) It it, it does. It's a mushroom cap. I'm gonna give you a little taste of this because before I put anything in it, so you can just try it. Um, It's an old world producer, and it is just really a beautiful experience. And like you know, really good champagne has like. Hints of like a star anise and apples and like just really dancey like um You get both of those notes right off the top when you say yeah, that. I got star anise and then apple was quick behind it. Yeah, and that's when you know you have a really beautiful glass of champagne. You know, if you smell a lot of citrus on your um champagne, you know, you know, it was probably it was definitely probably a non a non-vintage year, but um the green apple is yeah. lovely, but um you don't want it to be too um you're not looking for champagne to be too like Apple acidic, like a, yeah. like a Sauvignon oh, Blanc. Yeah. You're looking for, you know, the roundness of what Chardonnay is and how beautiful it can be, you know, and what's really. The, what's the price point on this bottle, Gina? Because it's really lovely. <laughs> is it a... So this bottle is, um, you know, a gift because it is yeah. a new year. <laughs> and, um, I don't know, 119 Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if she first of all don't know if you can get it because this is the reserve, so I'm not really sure. Um, so I, I apologize. Well, thank you for sharing. Cannot, it's beautiful. But, you know. It goes perfect with the caviar you said I was going to say, so I, I brought caviar. Yes. So let's talk about caviar, a little round, like, yeah. you know. Round? You, round. Also served with um, potato chips and creme fraiche, right? So we so we have a little bit of um, creme fraiche that we whipped with white peppercorn and a little bit of cardamom and um, lemon uh, peel. 
and then it has a little bit of uh, caviar on top, and then you serve it with potato chips. And it sounds really simple, like silly, right, to serve with potato chips, but there's something really amazing about caviar, creme fraiche, and potato chips. So what I like about it, and this is, is I like the texture difference because caviar is so soft and the yeah. cream cheese is so, or the creme fraiche is really soft. Um, I really appreciate the crunchiness. And for me, food, textures for food is really important. Yeah. So having those with the potato chip and the salt is nice too, but I like the crisp of the crisp. Um, I will, yeah. If I were French, I mean, or British. So... <laughs> So this is what I've heard about caviar and the reason why I'm serving it, right? One, you should always serve yourself whatever the very best thing you can have that day, right? So if the very best thing you can have that day is, um, you know, whatever, just one thing to treat yourself on the New Year is what I I think. Caviar is, um, you know, new life, right? So it's um, it's about the new. Yeah. And it is the the most basic thing that you can eat that is all about like new and and um yeah fancy it's very fancy and you don't need a lot yeah no no you do not need a lot but i like to eat a lot of caviar um <laughs> and i just love the potato chips with it all right so all right tell me the potato chips and by the way also here's some here's my other favorite like um <laughs> low-brow thing about myself. <laughs> I will 100% go out and buy an insane bottle of champagne such as so and then like 100% pair it with potato chips. <laughs> I'll be like, oh my God, that champagne so good with sour cream potato chips. People are like, are you fucking kidding me? It's a $300 bottle of champagne. I'm like, I know. But when you spend the $300 on champagne, you cannot afford anything else. You got the so, $3 um, bag of chips. Yeah, so the potato chips all of a sudden become amazing. You're like, oh. And the sour cream potatoes just a matter and change? Absolutely. I love the um, Utz sour cream ridged. Oh, you with, like the ridges. Uh, with champagne. There you go. Sounds, it sounds really, you know what? That's one thing everyone should know. Go out and buy the best bottles you can afford and then, and then eat potato chips with it and then come back to me and be like, why is that fucking good? Because yeah. it is good. It is good. good. All right. All right. We're going to make a, a, um, a kind of a play on a, a very classic drink. There, a poinsettia is basically a champagne cocktail made with cranberry juice. This yes. is my version of it, and it is not quite that simple, but it's simple enough. So we're going to make two drinks. So I'm going to actually – so it's for each cocktail. It's um, one ounce of cranberry – syrup and I give a recipe for this uh it's really simple it's like one cup of fresh cranberries one cup of sugar um one cup of water and then a half a cup of um champagne vinegar and I just put it in there it's kind of like almost like a little bit shrubby and then we're going to use half a lime so a little bit of juice so just about um I, I, I guess about a half a half an ounce of lime half an ounce. Yeah, about half an ounce of lime juice per. But I want to, and then we're going to put on there just a, a little zest, like about a dime size uh, zest of the lime on um, the glass when we finish it. It's a, a dime size piece. <laughs> we have a dime bag of uh, lime Long peel. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, like, I'm just staring at it like, oh, you know, the dime. I'm so worried about cutting my fingers, making these little cute dimes. I'm like, I don't even know. All right, so I just squeeze in some fresh um, lime, and it smells really, really lovely. And I'm going to um, put my, I'm going to use my hand here, because I don't know. They're clean, it's just us. Yeah, I know, I'm not at work. 
Although, back in the day, I probably would have used my hand there too. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna give this a shake. So in there, you just have just have lime juice and the cranberry. And if you wanted to at this point, you could put a half an ounce of vodka in there or something. You don't need it. The champagne will carry it. All right. So we're gonna take our saucers, champagne saucers or coupes, whatever you wanna call them. And I chill them beforehand just because Louise is a lady and she deserves a chilled glass. On some days. And I'm gonna give this a little, yeah, right? I was gonna give this a little strain just because we don't want all the ice in there. It's just be really pretty color. And you know what, if you can't, you can't, you know, wear red, you can drink the red. There on you the go. Beer. Or again, then your drink would match your underpants and, you know, no one needs to know. <laughs> well, or maybe they do. I Maybe that's the point. <laughs> you know, maybe that's the point of the, that you want them to, uh, they, oh, my drink matches, you know, something yeah. else. Very seductive. I like that. Seductive in the new year. Maybe, maybe like that's a, a new thing to do. All right. So we have our champagne, our, our bottom in there. Now we're going to add a little bit of champagne. Look how pretty that is. It's very simple, but yet so complex. And then we're gonna take our little dime size of our lime. And we're just gonna kind of zest it over the top and or atomize it over the top, however you want to say it. And you're gonna discard, you do not need that in there. You could put it in if you wanted to, but you do not have to. Okay. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I need a new profession. It's so bad, I don't think I'd let anyone else have any. <laughs> no. You don't, you, don't need, you don't need to share that. That garbage. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. And so in a, um, in a regular or a traditional poinsettia, are you, is there, there's typically like a, a clear spirit in that with that? I think, um, you know, it's like escaping me. I think so. I'm yeah. pretty sure. But this is like, my, I think this is a better version. Actually, no, I think a poinsettia in like, in that planet is legitimately cranberry juice and champagne. Some people put an orange peel on it or something. Gotcha. I think that's what it is. Gotcha. This is I'm lovely. not really sure, but this what is I, what I make. What I like is that just the little bit of the lime, any more would... Let's oh. change the name of it. Pink poinsettia. Oh, there you go. We'll call it a pink poinsettia. Pink. Well, what color do you think this is? It is... I, it, uh, it's pretty it's, pink. It is ready, but it's yeah. also, I don't know, hot yeah. red or hot pink poinsettia. Yeah. I don't know. Hot for later. So now take a bite. So let's take a bite of the um, okay. good caviar now. Okay. Because now you have like why I, I chose um, pink. I, I chose um, pink row. And that's why. I feel like that is. I mean, caviar is delicious. I mean, it's delicious. Come on. Yeah, but the, but the, the, the pink. And if we're going to go with your superstition that you brought up, the yep. round. We have round yeah. cranberries. Caviar. It's pink. In saucers. Yeah. Hot red <laughs> or hot pink, almost red. We nailed it. And tiny bubbles. And so, tiny bubbles. Boom. There you go. All the things. All the things. Yeah. All the things. Well, right. there's, okay, one other thing. It's right, kind give of me funny. another one. Give me another one. So, speaking of tiny bubbles or dots, if you will, in the Philippines, it is known um, to it, that polka dots, wearing polka dots will bring you good luck. 
And again, that this is where I said maybe that coin, I, I got that, that reference from here because they believe that um, those dots and maybe because they look like coins will bring you wealth, abundance, and success in the new year. Oh, back to the circles. Yeah. I like that. Yep. I like back that to the one. Circles. That's cute. Yeah. And it's not hard. Maybe if you read, what if you wore red polka dot underpants? Holy cow. Might win the lottery. <laughs> what if you, what if someone did and then you're like, God damn it. All you had to do was do that. Did yeah. I even make that? Yeah. I don't even know. I'll wear it every day. <laughs> yeah. I would like to win the lottery. That'd be great. Yeah. Do a lot more episodes of Designated Drinker and nothing else. From really amazing places. Yeah, Tahiti. We're live in Tahiti. Yeah. <laughs> for a live show. And just next week in Barcelona. On, 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 on uh, vanilla beans. <laughs> Tahitian vanilla beans, the most rarest thing on earth. Let's yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, we'll just have somebody else make that for us, though, though. What? Yeah. That would be so much better. Um, and there's another one that, um, and I, I don't remember where this one comes from. And what do you think about this opening um, doors and windows? So I was going to say to you, we didn't get to my last one. I open, oh. a, I crack a window. So, you, so why does it say to do that? I've only just been, I always just always did it. Um, it lets the old year escape. Interesting. Now, I thought I'd just let your, um, now I'm going to say something so I do. I am not on any meds, just in case anybody wants to know. Yeah, the kind of mushrooms you're talking about are the edible ones. Uh, so I always thought it was to let um, to let like spirits like come like come freely in and out. Yeah, like your family or something to yeah. visit you. Yeah, like the Day of the Dead. I'm so stupid. I literally said that. Like, so now that that's on video. Yeah, great. Well, I don't that know if now lives on recording. No, but I don't know if it's stupid because why can't it be that? It's what you say. Well, there goes my complete career in politics, Louise. I just <laughs> told everybody I'm completely a nut job, so it's fine. They'll be like, oh, so you want to sit on the school board for the state of Maryland, and clearly you are psychotic. <laughs> yeah, like everybody else on the school board. All right, Patty, wow. I'm talking to you. No, I'm I don't even know his name. Patty and Karen. Um, I don't know. It's just I just thought it was the first woman's name that came to my head. There you go. Yeah. Bob and Patty seem like people that would be on a they do on a school board. They're definitely on the HOA. Hundred. Hundred. And then Karen claiming she's not a Karen. Right? Yeah. So there you go. What do you mean? Who's Karen? Exactly. <laughs> um, Although I heard that um, you're not supposed to say that if you're a woman about another woman. Oh yes. And I was like, I was like, ah. No, but I think sometimes I, she, I, I identify male, so I'm going with that now this year, so I can say whatever I want, <laughs> <laughs> and no one's gonna care anymore. I'm like, I just that's gonna identify with this year. I'll do that instead. Hey, tis the season, new <laughs> year, new beginnings, new horizons. <laughs> yeah, this is this is uh, an interesting. Uh, this has been a crazy year, right? Like, just think about it, like. Literally, we got through another year. Um, I was on Guy's Grocery Game. You were I, on Guy's Grocery yeah, Game, and yes. I, and I won an episode of that, which was incredible, right? I won a cooking show. And Would you do it again? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I would, yes, I would definitely do it again. And I feel like now that I've done one, um, and I did okay, I did okay, right? I won. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, sure. I feel like I would do, I would be calmer. Although everyone said I didn't look like I was frazzled, I was very, I felt very frazzled. Well, I can't imagine you not. I mean, you, 
who wouldn't be? I mean, they'd be like complete narcissists to think you're going to go like on this show for the first time and not be like worried about all the things you're going to worry about. And yeah. you want to win. You're competitive for fuck's sake. I know that first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, so you wanted to show Me? well. No, yeah. I'm not competitive. No. Yeah, no, no. So I would imagine because you just, and you're doing it like on a national stage. And yeah. it's not like you had, you had no, you just go in there completely blind. Imagine they ask these questions prior, like, what are you doing New Year's Eve? Oh, she's crazy. <laughs> Don't pick her for national television. Did you hear that one about opening the window for the dead people to come visit her? What, is she out of her mind? No, it makes you more interesting, at least. On my fruit farm, which was the funniest thing, I was like, um, so we planted all that fruit this year? And, um, you know, we just bought a farm, and it's been, like, a hard year of that. And, like, yeah. it's crazy. You know, like, five years, I feel like we'll be producing enough fruit to, like, you know, <laughs> use one of the bars or something. That's crazy. Yeah. We only have a little bit that came out of there. But anyway, I don't know. I don't know. That's a big thing for you. Do you I don't know. Maybe you're supposed to remember, the, like, the past a little bit, like, what you did in the year. You should or shouldn't. I don't know. Maybe you should. I, I never have. Maybe you should. Maybe you should be thankful. Maybe Thanksgiving... Because everyone's thankful for what they have and family and being here and stuff. Maybe they should skip that and be so thankful on New Year's that you're seeing another year ring in and be thankful and have like a quick like memory of like what has happened and what is good remain and what is bad send away. Yeah. Well, or maybe we is that in the notes. It's not in the notes, but it should be. We're gonna make a new note. <laughs> Let's make our own Wikipedia on it in the new year. You should. Um, but it's crazy that you think, I mean, honestly, what you said about it not being on Thanksgiving, it should really just be all the time. Oh, I believe that. You should you know? be thankful. I mean, I think we get lost in it. We get caught up in the bullshit of life and your expe- your expectations of you and everyone else's expectation of you, of yourself and what you should do and how you should do this and your success. I think we get caught up in um, and we just lose sight of. We get caught up in that crap and we lose sight of the stuff that's really important. I think you're right. I think that is, it's a problem, right? It's a problem. You you forget that you're so busy, like, goal-oriented. Like, I need to do this. I need to make that. I need to, you know, I need to make a million dollars. And then what happens when you have a million dollars, yeah, right? Yeah, then you need two million. Right? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I, I made a million. Yeah, and now I have two million. And Nothing becomes enough, right? And you're not thankful for anything. And then, you know, oh my God. So we're at Louise's house today, <laughs> and the dogs are just so cute. I can't even stand it. Well, we're also so standing cute. in my kitchen, and Olivia's not allowed to come in the kitchen. And she, because Auntie's here, she kind of thought about going around the uh, ottoman, and mommy shot, shot her that you better not. <laughs> um, I, and if you ever, and if anybody ever comes to my house, um, my dog obviously rules me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I don't know. He's really big, so I just like I just shut up about it. Now. He's really cute. He's very cute. I'm an, um, an old English sheepdog, and he is adorable. He's six months. I was like, you have a young old English sheepdog. Yeah, he's um, <laughs> he is. Uh, is he six months now? Yeah, he weighs sixty six and a half pounds. That's what um, my full grown Charlotte weighs, but I mean, girls are always smaller than boys typically, and she's a lab. Not a English sheepdog. Oh, my God. So, Is there anything about dogs in the new year? No, but, you know, in, in uh, no. No, the, I have nothing in here about dogs, but I do have something in my notes about lobsters. Well, I love lobsters, so go on. So we've been talking about the things you should eat. There are superstitions about what you shouldn't eat as well. Oh, I shouldn't eat lobster? And this is kind of kooky. Okay. Lobsters and chicken. I don't. 
Wow. Okay, and here's why. Lobsters, wow. because they walk backwards. Mm. They can, that they, it's typical for them to walk backwards. It, it, the superstition is around the fact that it could, like, bring you backwards, bring you back, not propel you forward. And it was kind of the same thing with chickens. And th this, I was like, how does that work? Chickens don't walk backwards. It's they scratch, so they throw things backwards behind yeah. them on the ground. And then there was another thing about chickens and fowl basically because your good luck could fly away chickens um, don't fly that well so it's really your luck wouldn't go too far okay 100 <laughs> percent. i own chickens yes they fly but how far they like i think get out of the but i so see i well, free range them right but we yeah. have like electric like fence yeah i watched charlotte get push like yeah. startle one right out of the fence yeah they like literally just go over the fence and yeah. on the way and on their own thing so i believe that you know i'm, I'm okay with not eating chickens yeah i like i like the fact that it, this animal can produce um eggs that you can eat I, I don't know if you need to eat it yeah i mean I, although you know chicken franchise is probably <laughs> one of my favorite things to eat <laughs> in the planet but i don't know if we have to i don't know and i also like i'll be i shouldn't you know i should not ethically like chick-fil-a but yes. i do like the flavor of chick-fil-a <laughs> and like i don't eat it based on like what you're like you yeah. know for so many reasons yes. but um yeah for i still yeah. like it yeah i just wish the politics were better and that's absolutely it. i agree 100 percent. yeah so um should we do one more cocktail before we wrap this up i have a few more little fun facts to share with you i mean yeah let's do that this is like a really fun one and it's kind of a riff on um, one of my favorite cocktails, which is the French 75. So we're gonna use for this um, one ounce of Catoctin Creek gin. And you know, it's really nice to use Catoctin Creek. They're local, we love them. Hi, Scott, so great. And then we're gonna put it in there, um, three quarters of an ounce of blackberry syrup. And again, I will give you a recipe. This is um, one pint of blackberry, you know, a quarter cup of um, red wine vinegar, cup of sugar, three quarters cups of water. And then we're gonna use um, half an ounce of lemon juice. So kind of like a French 75-ish. And if you want to make this a little bit more bitter, you can, and if you don't want to, don't add any bitters to it and you're good to go. Oh, you could add bitters. You can, I'm not going to. Okay. My syrup's pretty bitter, but you could if you wanted to, if you're like really into it, so. I'm gonna shake it up here. I'm gonna okay. So now we are going to strain this into our flute. A lovely, it's really slightly chilled flute. Yeah, it's another uh, color. Apparently, I like pink cocktails on the holidays. Apparently. Yeah, so this is really pretty uh, raspberry-like. I don't know, what color would you even call that? Yes, I would say raspberry. I'm with you, even though it's a blackberry. Yeah, it's like it's raspberry. I know, it's weird, right? All right, and now, so you have this mixture in the bottom of your flute, and you are going to fill with your chilled champagne. Go very easy, everybody, because it'll, it does have juice and sugar. It will go over the top, so nice and slow. It's part of the art and makes people salivate for uh, it, right? Build the anticipation. And if you want to get really fancy, you can hold your champagne uh, in the punt. 
I'm always worried that I'm gonna like boop on the floor with it. So I should practice on uh, bottles I don't care about. <laughs> what, holding it from behind? Yes. So you, so I'm still using a finger, which is um, shows that I am 100% not a sum. And we're gonna take our lemon right around, drop it in. Pretty Same pretty thing. Pretty. This one's a little bit big. That's what he said. Yeah, we're gonna maybe put a smaller one in there. A little too big. Nice. I will give that one to you. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Yeah, the, uh, the first drink was very delicious. This is um, it the bitter that changes it completely. But the bitter comes from the blackberry. But, I mean, from the blackberry. Yeah. Because is that a shrub then? No. What makes a shrub? A shrub is like when you take the fruit and you keep it in sugar and vinegar for a while, and then you take all of the juice that's from there and you pour it off, oh. and like that's what it is. Oh, I've been meaning to ask you that for two and a half, four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people call like um, syrups they add vinegar with shrubs, but it's not it's technically. Not. Gotcha. It's shrub esque ish. <laughs> in this new in this new day and age, everybody puts ish on everything. It's like a way to get out of like what you are, right? You're yeah. Like, like, oh, I'm late-ish. No, yeah. you're fucking late. I'm bit. It, yeah. I'm bitter-ish. Yeah, I'm bitch-ish. <laughs> nope, just a bitch. It's cool. Own well, it, that, damn it. Own it. Yeah, just own what you are. And um, this is um, bitter-ish. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. It's definitely a little bit bitter from the blackberries. No, it's nice, though. Which I totally love. And, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, um, what I, I, I always appreciate a very savory cocktail, and that definitely falls into that. Category yeah, where yeah we're gonna potato chip the shit yeah, out of this yeah that's oh yeah I'm gonna put a little more cream cheese and uh so Gina while I do this and shove this in my face yes let's do the housekeeping but I have a really important question for you go what do you look forward to the most in the new year or is there rude or is one thing that you want to do more than anything else. In the new year? Mm-hmm. So I always have one goal. I, I always have a goal for myself that's like super hard to obtain. Thus, my, otherwise it wouldn't be a goal. Right, my, my, but I call them my unobtainables. Mm -hmm. And I always like, you know, wish them into the new year. And I'm always like, you know, something's gonna push me to be a better version of me and whether that's, you know, give more time to, you know, and I do a lot of philanthropy and, and, and not only that, you know, giving of, you know, time and money, I, you know, do stuff like that. But like, also I, I just have personal goals. Like um, this year in 2021, I've been on a weight loss journey, you know, yeah. and I am 50 pounds in, which I have not admitted to anybody. So I'm admitting now to everyone and I still have a long way to go. So really that's being my big goal. Your personal goal. Yeah, I don't really believe in like resolutions and like giving no. up. I believe in, you know, pushing forward. And I think that's, to me, is better than making a resolution. It's, you know, have a solution, have have a way to get there or something. Yeah. I don't know. What are for you? Mine is to learn to forgive myself. Oh, that's good. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I'm working on it, it's funny. So, uh, you know, but no one else, I mean, listeners obviously don't know that we almost had a near fire in our kitchen and I beat myself up for it because it was me who left it on high. And I had to be fortunate that nothing major happened. You know, we're, everyone is fine. I didn't cause any major damage to, especially not to anyone else's home. But I 
can continuously beat myself up. No one needs to beat me, beat me up because I can do it all by myself. And there is nobody better at it than me. So I, I want to try to figure out a way to start to forgive myself. You have to do that. That's yeah. But just on an ongoing basis because yeah. I'm not good at that. Well, I think a lot of people are not good at that. I think that that's like uh, it goes around for everyone. Yeah. I, you know, let's do, let's, let's make a, let's, well, we can make a, a plan that in the new year we do. Get that cardiologist. <laughs> We're gonna get a couple of shrinks on. We're Gina gonna be laying on the couch doing the podcast from the couch. I know. No, you are. I'm like, what? Get her forgiven. Um. Anyway, uh, so let's do the housekeeping. You ready? Yeah. So where are they gonna go, Louise? They're gonna go to designateddrinker.show. <laughs> and you're gonna find your tips, tricks, how tos, and all the things and recipes. And yep. yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe some, I don't know, we put some links for some crazy New Year's things. Yeah, or, or even just places to find goodwill for the following year. Like, yeah, really like to your point, how do people give? Yeah, I mean, we've had them. a lot of great guests in the past. Maybe we'll pull them back up and remind our listeners that yes. those are a great place to start. There's always, you know, so many people in need, so many animals in need. Whatever it is that makes you open up yourself, be a better version of yourself. Um, oh, I love but that. But if nothing else, we start with links people that we know personally and hopefully inspire Absolutely. people to do that or find whatever space is good for that. them. Yeah. Well, cheers to that. Well, happy new year, Louise. Happy new year. And cheers. And thank you for listening to many more, to many more. And don't forget, we want to hear what you have to say. So go do the survey. Yes. Yes. I know I made it rhyme. I'm such a dork. We all already knew that. But anyway, head over to designateddrinker.show, take the survey, and let's hang out at our live virtual Let's Get Twisted cocktail hour. Cheers to that. The Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link, a podcast media company that is dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Also in the Missing Link lineup of podcasts is Roger That, a podcast dedicated to guiding you through the haze of dementia, led by skilled caregivers Bobby and Mike Carducci. Now, if you're looking for a whole new way to enjoy the theater, check out Between Acts, an immersive audio theater podcast experience. Each episode takes you on a spellbinding journey through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies and everything in between. Find Missing Link's League of Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please don't forget to subscribe, download, and review the shows. Your review helps our shows reach new audiences. To find out more about Missing Link, visit missinglink.company. That's missinglink.company.